What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Masters of Sport. I'm here with two-time world champion co-author of the year, <laughs> Earl Kunkel. And I'm here with Dane Miller. I, th- I think since last time, he's now third most uh, oh my God. state champs. God, I hate you. Wait. Wait, hold on. Let me think. Yeah, third. <laughs> I'm going to give Trevor number one and Taman second based off years served. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. His rate of all state <laughs> now athletes. Now strictly rate. Yeah, is superior to yours. We're, we're not even looking at uh, overall overall uh, titles. It's just rate. Yeah. Rate of titles. We're, we're getting more in depth. Our statisticians have stepped up their game. My only complaint to that, though, would be I, I had – yeah, nothing to work with. Like my first. Wow, four way years. to throw all them under the bus. Well, I just I had like seven athletes. Wow, I can't. That believe. all went to states and hey, like medaled. Who? What can I say? Your family tree's doing better than you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the Belichick family tree. Yeah. Oh, you want to? You comparing yourself to Belichick, there, buddy? No, no. Yeah, throwing in a. You compared yourself to Ernie. You brought that up. <laughs> I didn't even know who the guy was until He's you awesome. said it. Yeah. No one knows that. Yeah. You, if someone comments on this episode in some way and, and figures that out. Puts the last name. Yeah. We will make a mix cassette tape for you <laughs> and send it to you. And I'm serious about that. And I'll we'll, sign it. Yeah. Cassette tape. Mix one if you figure it out. If anyone does it. And I will laugh, too, that you did it and be real happy. <laughs> Jason will probably be really mad when he finds it in the comments somewhere. <laughs> he doesn't read the Master of Sport comments. Oh. oh. <laughs> there we go. We're good. All right. Dane, it's winter in Pennsylvania. As I like to say, the PA Gray sets in really hard. What is your favorite music to listen to in the winter time? Uh, I don't know about you. I'm seasonal with most of my music. Yeah, you know, you know what I was thinking was... Uh, Listening to In the Aeroplane Over the Sea from Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh, my goodness. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like like classic <laughs> indie 90s. Yeah. Like 90s indie, like early 2000s. Like, um, You must have read Pitchfork. Yeah, Pitchfork back in like or back. You, st- you still do too? No, not lately. I haven't watched. I have not read. You it. just you just do Spotify. What the algorithm tells you now, don't Correct. you? Correct. <laughs> um, actually, funny story about Pitchfork. One of my buddies wrote for Pitchfork and ended up suing them because he they oh. plagiarized him like three times. That doesn't surprise in me. In other articles, like while he was working for them. Really? Yeah, Adam Mater. What? They just they didn't go to court or anything. Yeah, he was just like, he was like dude, they like, just settled. They're like, yeah, yeah, we did it. Sorry. Yeah. Here's more lazy. money for yep. you. Yeah. Good for Adam. Yeah. State champion, actually, in the high jump. How about that? Is that Super my study? Jump. I want that study. Uh-oh. Mason. Yeah, Mason's here. Just so you know, Mason. He's delivering. Uh, Mason just delivered nitric yeah. oxide and Duchenne muscular dystrophy. No N-O way to go. Oh, He's also the f- 105 snatch. That's it. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's so bad. I always feel bad because I'm so glad that he just said that. Actually. Yeah, I'm so glad. That's really sorry. Anyone who snatches less than 105, <laughs> but like, but when you're training as a shot putter, you should not yeah, be yeah, snatching that, 105. That's bad, especially like old man me who could snatch like, you like could I snatch could 105 right now. I don't know my um upper 100. 100. 
I would do it just out of sheer will. Yeah. I'd make it happen. I'd take 30 attempts, too, to make it happen. <laughs> like, I, I'm that relentless. Do you remember that one time I was here and kept... I was You just kept missing? I kept missing and taking the attempt, and you were like, just stop before you throw things. And I'm like, I'm not going to throw things, but I'm going to take this attempt till I hit it. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason I was missing was I'm pretty sure I probably had a hairline fracture in my wrist. Oh, God. And I just didn't do anything because you know i don't get surgery when yeah. i should get surgery like, <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm a i'm kind of like i think it, yeah I, i'd be good in like if it was like pre 1800s and like <laughs> you had to survive i'd be like oh it's just a flesh wound type <laughs> yeah. of thing uh well, so winter music yeah neutral milk hotel yeah oh i used to listen to black metal but with that like wolves in the throne room and but I got scared black metal. You never know what you're running into lyric-wise sometimes and what they represent. So I was like, you know, i got to stop this, and it also makes me sad. Because you can – sometimes you'd be like, oh, this music's cool. Like someone would have you listen. You're like, oh, it's good music. And then you find out, like, they're Nazis, and it's like, uh, this is shit, lame yeah. as hell. Like, yeah. uh, I can't support this in any way. I don't right. want to be behind it. I recently found out Kurt Vile is my favorite music to listen to in winter. Wait, why do I know who that is? Because he's from Philly. He's like a Philly dude. You may have. I think he's. I don't know if he's still signed to Matador, but like he was on Matador. But I love Kurt Vile because his music feels sad, but it also has like this slacker dinosaur junior vibe to it that it's happy enough. Yeah. That if I listen to it in the summer. Oh, I might have heard that when I got fed the algorithm from Spotify. If I was in like summertime, it would make me feel sad for some reason. But listening to the winter, it's like yeah. Yeah, it's a little more upbeat. Yeah. It's upbeat for me. I don't. I actually. I will say this. I. I. I mean, right now, I think we're in like the thick of winter here, PA. Like, and I, I've still just been with a few sixty degree days thrown in. Yeah, oddly, <laughs> very weird. Um, I would say. Uh, well, actually, I could tell you what I've been listening to. I, 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 when I'm doing my work, I'll usually put on like high beats per minute electronic music but i've been listening i created this playlist on my spotify of unknown for you dude i have more play you took over the algorithm that's all buddy i hate you shut up so i i created this unknown classic rock playlist like classic rock that you might hear but you don't know who it is okay and and like uh just stuff that like isn't super like poppy classic rock like uh-huh. you know like brown sugar from rolling stones it's not it's not like stuff like that but i mean they stopped playing that one live well but it's it's still okay so it's still like things that you would uh, a good example would be like um like rare earth or uh harry nielsen or um uh faces like actually stuff like that. Nice. So that's what I've been listening to right now. Still your dad's uh well record collection. My dad's record collection sparked me back into it and then I was like I can't keep listening to my dad's music cuz you were making fun of me so then I went yeah. to the unknown dad's music to good, feel better about myself that I job, know more Dane. than other people. I'm glad I uh my like low key bullying made you want to expose yourself to more things in the world. That's why bullying's important though. It is a growing thing. I don't. I think it can be overdone. Oh yeah, for sure. And people who do it, who bully outside of accepted within the friendship, 
and can't recognize the friend doesn't like it to the extent it's going, yeah, it oversteps the bounds. Like everyone has a group of friends who can tease them, but they also know when their friends overstep the bounds and like that got to be called out. Like yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. I'm not going to – actually, I'm not going to advocate for bullying. You're wrong, Dane. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to advocate for it. You're stupid. But I'm also st- – I'm bullying you right now. <laughs> you are. You are. You're such a bully. <laughs> All right, whatever. It's cool. All right. Let's talk about you being old now, an old man strong, and me starting to um, get old. I am older than you, which is funny. Yeah. Even though I look younger, I have more hair, less gray. I don't um, think you do have less gray. I was you, just looking at your looking hair at on the, the side. side. Yeah, you like yeah, that. I, I like don't gray. have gray up here. You don't have hair up there to notice. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Aren't you blonde, too, or am I making Yeah, a little, I like a dirty. Uh, yeah, yeah, you hide it anyway. Yeah. That's why, it. like, my beard is, like, when it comes in, it's almost, like, ginger white. Yeah. Dane's kind of an old man poser, I'm going to say, then, just because he's younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why. All right, so. Me as becoming an old man, I am finding I one I like the financial stability of being older, like having Dude. my economics sort of like in Yo. line. Yeah, <laughs> like it's that's nice. nice. Um, that's so nice. It's so like, uh, dude, to have that stress not be. It's still there, clearly, but it's like, but it doesn't just like hammer you. <laughs> like it, it can ruin relationships. Dude. Yes, like my relationship with my wife was on not never like we were gonna split but we would i would come home and be like dude caitlin's gonna yell at me about the bills and stuff like that and like rightfully so but it's like now that shit's not there yeah it's like wow how much better life becomes is yeah and that's like something that comes the older you get typically right not for everyone i get yeah. that but yeah, yeah 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 for us it has we're privileged we're privileged to be, enough yeah, that yeah. yeah get that make that happen um and then two I also have really enjoyed, I got real uh, way better and just not giving a crap about other people, especially people I sh- should never have. Like, I think more like maybe even like 10 year old, 12 year old me, like just you would give it an audience. Now I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. No audience. And yeah. Maybe even a little older too at times. Um, I always been sort of an odd duck in a degree too. But, like, you'd hear it more and be like, you'd question yourself. Where now I don't question as often. I'm just like, eh, I'm older, more confident. Maybe that's just me. No, I, I, I think so. I think the only thing is you also have to be open to, like, you you want that, but you don't. It's like, right. It's like being open to, because I think as you age, you do get more, like, the classic stuck in your ways, or I know more than you. But you don't want to be that way. But yeah. at the same time, you need to embrace that. Maybe it's more around peers, not so much around like um, younger people. Yeah. Like younger people, I always feel like I can learn something from them. Like I, at minimum, I'm going to learn some generational thing. Yeah. I yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Language-wise yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, so it's I would say it's more within my own age group. I'm a little bit better at just being like, eh. I just learned. I wanted to <laughs> say this. Uh, this kid Eden I train, he's telling he's telling this story about how he, yo, he's so excited. He sent me two pictures of these protein shakes that he made. He's like, Dane, I had two protein shakes today because he started a meal plan. Yeah. And I just keep telling him he's not going to actually follow through. 
and and he's like Here, here's my second one sends me it but when we were in the gym he's like dude i ate so much food i was curled up afterwards <laughs> and i was like curled up like like you were sick to your stomach he's like no dude like i was taking a nap and i was like is that like what people- i thought sick to i thought like <laughs> curdle like is well, where i went with it i was like is that what people say like about taking a nap he's like yeah you know you get curled up go get comfortable you get curled up <laughs> like oh okay nice <laughs> yeah Good. Now I have one to use. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna use it's that. It's always like when I use those words, I'm like, yeah, I'm still, I still got it. <laughs> Good job, Dane. <laughs> Good job. You're learning from the youth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you already made fun of my. Wait, no, you were talking about my grays. Yep. Little sprinkled in. My receding hairline. That's a million dollars worth of thing. It's wonderful. I was told my it's good. I had that like little peak here, even though it's thinning out. Yeah. Those of you not watching with a visual medium, I have a like pseudo widow's peak. Yeah, it's pretty. It's good. My old age is bringing it out. (laughs) But I actually look young for an older person. I noticed because I was around. I went to my wife's um, uh, their Christmas party, and I didn't have gray hair. I do have some friends that are like super grade, and that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. super grade. I have a buddy who's a year younger than me, Andy Carl. If you're listening, you know I'm talking about you, and he is like gray, like three quarters gray, and he hates it. But he's he's like, I won't dye my hair. I'm not gonna be the guy that dyes my hair. And <laughs> we're always coming. like, you're gonna dye your hair because you're clearly yeah. bothered by. Did this. I tell you I got cut off at that party too, for drinking? No, no. I went and made my own drink when the bartender disappeared, and he came back while I was making it. And he was upset I was making my own drink. He's mad. Yeah. Like, he, for real mad. Yeah. Oh, that stinks. So he was like, you're cut off. I was like, all right. I didn't argue with him. I was just like, you were gone, and I wanted to make a drink. <laughs> Don't worry. All the gray hairs are drinking the whiskey you left on the bar. <laughs> you're going to go. This is why I said Do I felt you. pay to have a, a oh, bartender? Yeah. Uh. And serve, like, it was like an open bar. It, okay. It was, it was bougie as could be in a good way. Like, it was fun. I, I had a shirt and tie on too, like, and you know me. I'm like, my biggest goal in life is to wear it's shorts and a t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. to work every day. So just you know, it was a great time. The the company, the business owner that put it on, they were great. Like it was wonderful. I just got, it's just like I didn't feel like waiting. <laughs> it's like, oh, what did he do? I'll drink less. Yeah. Oops. Too bad. Off we go. All right. So being old though. I do notice I don't recover as well. My athleticism is waning. Yeah. Like I, I can't like quite jump as high or as it doesn't feel like as poppy, if you will, yeah. when you do it. Yeah. So the thing is like, how do you get strong? And if you can't get strong old, like stronger per se, like someone who's been training for years, like it's tough to get to stronger. Your peak numbers. Yeah. How at least do you maintain and stay strong like that while getting older? For an older person, I think it's it's like, one, making sure that you you warm up well, which could just mean, for me, I, I think it's like, dude, you walk on the PVC pipe. You, you do toe and heel walks. You do, you do like I – li- I actually like seeing how sprinters warm up um, all their – like specifically to really wake up uh their entire body before they get into a lift but i i think it's like a real simple template of like you go into the gym and you you do one one movement you see how you're feeling you do three or four sets 
that's the other thing. You're going to need like eight to ten sets to yeah, just loosen up. So good. Yeah, just to feel it. And then you might feel it for a couple sets and you might not. And if you feel it, then then you push it a little bit more. And if you don't feel it, you just try and get that work done. And then I always... Do you hang out static or do you always build? I build a little bit. Yeah, I, I'll build a little bit. And then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get to a point where I feel like, ah, I don't really, really want to push it because I might get hurt or something. Well, you just hold out there then yeah, a few for sets a couple that sets. Way? Yeah. I was going to say you're not you're like a one and done type of thing. You're a sprinter I might all the do way. Th- three sets. Dane tries to say he has good endurance, but then there was also this video of him doing sprints on an assault bike for 10 seconds oh, and he I, just died out. I was okay, I'm but gonna throw one. I'm doing a good job right now with my endurance. <laughs> Are you? Actually, when we did the knees over toes guy collaboration, I destroyed Jake in that. Oh. I don't oh wow! You beat a weightlifter. <laughs> Way to go, Dane. I don't know if I'd say I hung with with Ben, but I was like close. Yeah. I was like a lap. Behind Jason him. just said maybe not a lap. Dane I was one destroyed length. by Ben. I was, I was one length behind him. One, one length. length. Well, Dane has one a length inflated view this of how well he This is a professional sledder. I'm not a pro sledder. It sounds like a, a crybaby story. So let me get back to this. All I right, actually loser. think the sled Do is it. another great thing for uh, old for man. strength for old man strength. And what the way this is my sequence: one exercise that you can push if you feel it. Second group, strictly bodybuilding, absurd high reps, fifteen to thirty reps. Third thing, a mobility movement or like a simple mobility slash lift i have a question for you with the bodybuilding movements in your template can you put like three movements together yeah and just like do like 10 reps of each or eight reps yeah. and get to that total volume yeah get it. so you feel like you're doing more if you will yeah all right yes that's all i was wondering absolutely how do you decide which group of muscles you're going to hit with the i body still movement? go leg day arm okay. day I've, I've been adding in like do you hit the, the quads or the hammies more both oh you so all right so you try to hit both of them with yeah because i think i think about back and knees but i also think you should have an athlete day i like to do the at like jumps and stuff uh-huh. and then i'll put in uh some endurance base work what does that mean for you sitting on the bike yeah sitting on the bike going 30 seconds at 85 rpms 30 seconds at 40 oh my goodness i don't believe i want to see you do this at the 85 rpm dude i've been crushing this are you i've been ruining trevor in it Oh my goodness! You, Trevor, Trevor was, was a shot putter, just so y'all know. <laughs> Dane just keeps saying I'm beating all these people, being other train. strength athletes. <laughs> yeah. he's like, "Oh, this is why I'm good." I I want to see. I want a CrossFitter out there <laughs> to come here and destroy Dane, please. <laughs> they would kill me, Brett Fikowski. If you're listening, come here and destroy Dane, and like just talk all the trash to him. Or someone else, but I'd prefer it be Brent because I think it'd be funnier because <laughs> yeah. he's funny. Okay, so let me keep going with this. And you can set up three parts with with the uh, with the bodybuilding, but then going into the athlete day endurance, and then I'll do like one endurance leg day, uh, which is more sled work, and then one like traditional bodybuilding day. Okay, Dane, how many people over forty train here and have like? pretty respectable numbers like we'll say 315 benches 10 10 yeah actually we'll go low with uh deadlifts 405 yeah we'll go low even though i know there's people here o- over 40 who pull way Dude, more than that christine skifalakwa sorry christine for putting your name out there yeah. 
is 67 years old and she can jump on a 32 inch box whoa dude she's got bunnies that's really good it's really good she's dude she dumbbell benches the 40s for like 12 whoa kim stanball she's dude she's freaking 60 and she does she snatched 55 kilos (laughs) yeah it's like dude it's crazy and the thing is too uh mike actually well here i wanted to share this javen just signed with penn state uh lineman he's doing reclining rows and this one guy walks up to him and he's like a probably 50 and he's got big arms yeah he's like you're struggling down there javen and javen's like i'm just trying to get like you buys and tries all day to the top (laughs) (laughs) but then when he walks away he's like javen's like dude seriously his arms are huge like why is that guy's arm so big yeah here's this d1 athlete and he's just being showed up by like by 50, 50 year old yeah. <laughs> at the gym that's the thing you train at garage strike you can't help but have to be strong or else yeah. like you just you're brutalized yeah. <laughs> man all right so that's some programming stuff bodybuilding all right so one of the benefits i've always envisioned from training is i like to think of it as I get older, as almost like a health insurance, like me banking years of being able to actually move. Like, I have kids, like, and I think I may have grandkids one day, and, like, I want to be able to keep up with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? How do you factor that in as you train? Like, I what's think the payoff, that, I mean, I, if I, you I will? I think that's, that's part of, dude, we, when you brought up the financial stability, my first thought was, like, it's – changing it's changing your your thought like dude i still egotistically i still have a little bit of an itch to lift heavy here and there but not as not dude not nearly even a year ago a year ago i still was like i want to go heavy now i'm like i'm much more so in line with like i want to weigh 100 kilos I want to be able to move better when I'm older. I want to, you know, I want to, if I have less weight um, na- on my body and I'm still strong and I'm still doing these exercises when my kids are 16 or 20 or and they have kids when they're 30, it's like now I can hang and I have that energy. And I think that that's like, to me, that's the most, it's a longer term, it's about longevity. And I think that that's where, um, keeping that in mind it's like changing your mindset it's hard for a strength athlete to change yeah, your mindset especially when you, I, I wonder too like when you compete at such a high level too how that you have to make that switch and what that does with identity too yeah and you, you have you to like yourself. channel it another yeah. way and how you represent yourself and it's like well do i see myself anymore and like dude that's actually how i've been and this is a benefit of social media it's like just like this with weightlifting is that when you are a weightlifter you might see someone else post a lift and then you're like i gotta do that i gotta do that lift i gotta do that lift where i'm going with this is that you know some lifters can see other lifters i can see other people who are 40 45 years old and they're healthier than me or at least my perception is that they're healthier so i see that they're leaner or i see that they you know, they have less body fat. That's what I mean. Or, you know, they have more energy possibly. But that's actually like a way I've been like altering my competitiveness. Okay. Because I don't need to to do the the me. Like, dude, I've done everything. I I don't need. I've, I'm, I'm over it. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to be entirely over it. I'm still not entirely there. But it's like I want to be more about longevity 
and strength. And so I think that's where the bodybuilding stuff comes in. Yeah. Better nutrition, um, all that stuff. It'd be cool if they did like, uh, you know how they have like running endurance events, like marathon. It'd be cool if they had like lifting endurance events. Yeah, like back squat body weight for an hour. Yeah. Like who can do it? Dude, that'd be horrible. Right. How many? Like really you could re-rack it, but how many reps could you get? Yeah, you, you you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and oh my goodness, that'd it, be dude. That'd I feel be hard. like we created a sport just now. That that would be extremely challenging, but like right, enjoyable. Hey, let's create strength endurance sports. It's just like this. Just put seventy kilos on the bar and do, dude. Yeah, get a hundred reps in as few sets as possible. Try and do three sets of thirty. Dude, you do that and you get such a pump. Yeah. And you feel the next day you you get that soreness that you're you're so addicted to. It's like oh that's fun. Oh my goodness, we should create like a a summer challenge around strength endurance for old like guys to stay healthy. People. Jason, note that. Good job, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he has headphones on. <laughs> no. All right. All right. Be on the lookout, listeners. All right, just be on the lookout, listeners. Oh, uh, the games? Yeah, yeah, that'd nice. be good. That'd uh, be good. Yeah, that would be. I just did a Napoleon Dynamite like this. That would be hard. All right, another thing, and you could probably speak to this too. Training as an older person is at least takes the Alice. <laughs> oh my goodness! There we go. Is a. Uh, what I think of as almost uh, a meditation or a mental clarity through the movements. Dude, here's <laughs> okay. Here's my biggest complaint. Uh-oh. I try to work out and I'm like like the best thing with these AirPods, these new things that Apple makes, yeah, is that you put them in and it like blocks out all the noise. So today, I come in the back and I'm like, "All right, I'm just going to put these in. I'm listening to a podcast and I'm going." I get like 10 lengths pushed on the sled and the throwers come back and i'm like they're gonna just talk to me the whole time but fortunately i have noise canceling on and then all of a sudden i see him like waving and they're they must have been trolling me for like 10 minutes and i couldn't <laughs> hear it and i'm like what do you want i'm like in the zone yeah. like going and then i go to the front room i'm like all right i'll go up to the front i'll get away from them i'm on the bike jake's talking to me about like I don't care about weightlifters. And then he's watching. Then he starts bringing up Ryan Grimsland. I'm like, you just said you didn't care about these people. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, can I just work out and like <laughs> just work out? That's all I want to do yeah. because you can get into that. That like I don't, you yeah. get a zone, right? Well, yeah. The little flow. A, bullshit. A flow state. Yeah. Oh, you hate all the trendy words. Well, it's like Eckhart Tolle just reinventing the, you know, what Hindus and indians we're talking about hey, like actual indians we're talking about it. well yeah true brand it market it <laughs> flip it and reverse it right <laughs> brand it market what's funny about missy elliott now that i said those words is her music even though it's like 20 30 years old still feels like if you'd listen to it to today that it's still like 20 years in the future type of music yeah. like it, it it's that yes and I saw some documentary probably on Netflix about her and Timbaland and how they like their process. And it was one of the most inspiring things how they said, well, we went in the studio and we just stopped listening to everyone else. Oh, so yeah. we and just started making music all day, every day. So we would go so far into our own brains 
yeah. and what was going on. And it, and it's like, and this was the results. And it's like, right. it was like, wow. So anyone Were they married? To, I don't think so. I don't know. But I just know they were. They had like a creative partnership in that way, and it was killer. Like it's awesome. It's weird you brought up Timbaland because I was just listening. Caitlin was gone this weekend, dude. I listened to Promiscuous Girl. Yeah. Like, is that Nelly Furtado? Yeah, like five times because I just happened to be looking up like famous Canadians. Oh. And she's Canadian, and I was like, whatever happened to her? Why didn't you listen to Album Like a Bird? That well, that was her. So what's funny yeah. is I went into like her whole career, and that was like her the the third album. She reinvented herself, and that's when she she like, uh, you know, I guess she's Portuguese or okay. Spanish or something, and that was like this influence. And she had met Timbaland, and then they they came up with that yeah. song. And dude, that song when I was a bouncer, that was like one of those songs that when it would come on, it was so fun to bounce because you could just. You just stood there and you just watched people and like yeah. they're like how everybody was was dancing and stuff. It was so it was cool. Like I I, I love it hits that. Yeah, it's like yo, this is it like taps something primal and people. There's no no you if that song was on, you would never have to kick anybody out because everybody was just having a good yeah, time. Yeah. Everybody was literally just like dancing. You know, man, some of the great things people have done in the world. <laughs> Promiscuous <laughs> girl. Yeah. And it's more the beat. Like, you can yeah, say anything yeah. over yeah, it. Like, yeah, it's the melody's defi- cool, but... Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, it's definitely the beat. It doesn't matter what you say. All right. Old people, keep training. Old people melody. can definitely... They'll like that song, yeah. too. <laughs> that's funny. That makes you old now. You know yeah, that song. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Man. Outcast is technically old. Dude, yes. Tamon right? was saying it to me yesterday. Man. I remember listening, hearing Killer Mike for the first time on old on an Outcast track. Yeah, and then like, you know, I used to listen Company Flow. I would listen to with like LP and Def, like any, all that. Any production. of these guys that are in the mid forties, that's considered old now. And now, like, but like, uh, Run the Jewels is kind of more modern now, like and big in that yeah. way. And it's just funny, like, I don't know. You were listening to them at a different time in their careers. Yeah, like, to see them grow that way. Yep, Cannibal Ox. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the cold vein. Yeah. You know, I saw Cannibal Ox. At Shut place. up. How? Um, I don't believe you. I saw J Live was there, too. It was a winter thing. at It was the TLA in Philly. Yeah. And the Roots put it on. The TLA in Philly sick. Yeah. So Quest Love was drumming the whole show. But, like, Pete Rock came on. CL, uh, it was just. Pete Rock was there? I think so. I feel like it was. And Cannibal Ox. Yeah. And I think. I'm going to fact check might, this I think afterwards. Little Brother might have been there too. Bull. I'm not lying Bull. to you. Bull. They're not from Philly. They're from like yeah, Charlotte. But they, but they were big on OK Player on the, the website. Okay. Like within the threads, the discussion threads. Yeah. And the Roots put on this like winner I could show. see the Roots getting them, man. Yeah. And they just had. I'm talking like if it was early 2000s underground yeah. rap. Like. They were at this they show. They were, and they were, and they were huge coming up. Quest Love had this band. It wasn't the Roots per se, but like it was people definitely in their circle, and they just backed everybody. Group like rapper after rapper. I mean, like it was an all day. Like, I don't know all day. It was long. I'm gonna look this up and fact check you. I forget what it was. I, I'm 
pretty sure my brother was there with me too. And I could be wrong on some of the bands. I'm like I'm not saying like I'm going off the dome. I'm not yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Looking this up, but I was at a show like that. Like I've seen most deaf and Talib Kweli. Yeah, that's like, good. I saw them at the Electric Factory. Like, anyway, let's go to these Reddit questions. No one cares about. I saw Moby at the re- at the Electric Factory. Oh, cool. I'm gonna see Tool at. Where am I seeing Tool at? Uh, it's called. Uh, what, what's what's it called now? Spectrum. I guess the I've new never Spectrum. Seen Tool before. I've seen them once. Actually, it was like, dude, I'll I'll be honest. In I don't even know if I like Tool, but I'm gonna have fun. Fall of 2001. I had by this time I. Probably been to ten concerts, you know, twelve yeah. concerts. It was my freshman year at Penn State, and they played the BJC, and I was so happy we got seats. We weren't in the pit, and the reason being is I hate being inside of a pit. I hate it. I I I, I like panic because I have you can't do anything. There's just so much action going back and forth. Oh my goodness! Yes, I'm a baby with that. But the reason why I really I like you it, would get targeted in a pit too. Maybe, but I, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like it because it's, it doesn't enable me to really enjoy the way that I want to enjoy the experience. Gotcha. And when I'm watching Tool, this is 2001, so I was, what, 18? Dude, it was, it was like the, one of the first times that I was like, wow, there's a lot more out there than I know. Like, yeah. I left and I, dude, I didn't, this is when you had uh, dorm room phones. Uh-huh. I called my brother at his dorm room through my phone in the door, like the dorm phone to where you press like star oh nine five and be like, Brooks, this was unbelievable. I had never experienced anything like I it. really love life. Now. Yeah, it's yeah. So good. Life's so great. It's amazing. <laughs> Dane was like, I'm a golden god. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta study theology and religions yeah. now. <laughs> Theologians don't know nothing about my soul. All right. Anxious Marion Barry nine. There's an underscore in there too. The weight room for my school is open Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I was wondering what you think the best way to get strong with this is. Like, do you re- recommend push, pull legs, and then core and cardio on the weekend, or something like that? I'm a six foot two, hundred seventy five pound tight end in DN, and LSM with a one sixty five bench, three fifteen box squat, three hundred sixty deadlift, and I'm bad at cleans. You need to get stronger, kid. Yeah, get stronger. I would say uh, leg day, day one, upper body Wednesday. And then you could do like a combo day on Friday or you could do – I would probably do that. I would I would probably do uh, a leg day, an upper body day Wednesday. And actually, I would do another leg day on Friday. And then you can do – you could set up a dip rack at your house or pull-ups on a tree, clap push-ups, handstand push-ups, do all that all the time on the weekend or in between you know you do let's say eight sets of dips pull-ups handstand push-ups clap push-ups reclining rows you know on the at a gym or at a uh you know at a playground or something i would even you know maybe you get a drop-in pass at the local y something like that on the weekends but you got to train legs twice twice a week yeah you also need to talk to whoever opens that weight room about getting an yeah, open get, more. Like, what's going thing. on there? It's like these, like doing high you schools. A disservice, yeah, man. high schools should easily be able to open four days a week, if not more. So when I was taking, speaking of high schools, which Jim, when I would take my son to his wrestling, it was in the high school, so I'd have to walk past the weight room and I'd like glance in and watch him training stuff and doing things, and I'm just like rolling my eyes. I'm like, yeah. don't, don't say anything. Like, you don't have to like. 
comment to comment on what you know and the one time then these kids are out there like doing uh they have like a plate overhead and they're doing box step ups and i'm watching them and the guy who's coaching them is like coaching a whole team of people so like he can't be there the whole time yeah and i'm just like don't say anything don't say anything <laughs> so i'm like well how can you say something and not sound like you're coaching them you're gonna ask them a question so i asked the one kid i'm like why do you have your arms bent with that plate overhead like because he's like holding it like this yeah, like yeah. 90 degrees and he's like i don't know we're supposed to keep it overhead and i'm just thinking well why don't you put it over your head yeah like, not, not right like, not like, like, a like hat. Stack it. and then i'm sitting there watching this other kid do the step ups and he's never extending at his hip like yeah. he's never reaching the like he's just never getting there and i'm just like why are you fully i was like yeah, why, why are, are you, you not standing all the way up and then I start noticing, you ever see ki- people who do box step up and it's too heavy? Yeah. And they step the one leg up and it stays bent in the quarter yeah. squat. And yes. then they, sk- and they put, put their the leg other one up to finish it. I always say, don't put your other foot until you're fully extended. And so I asked another kid, I was like, why are you doing that? Yeah. And, and they're like, I don't know. It's the way you're supposed to do Do you have these kids it. in school? No, I don't know them uh, at all. I, they, completely different. Like, you don't know any of these kids. I don't know. I'm don't just know. watching them do it. You weirdo. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I'm like. Well, sometimes they don't let them – like, so it's supposed to be over at a certain time. Sometimes they don't – What school is this? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's a school district. Okay. Um, it's it's a District 11 school that – Are they good? Like, are they one of the best or no? It's not like yeah, they're at moments. Easton. You're not at Easton or Northampton. Yeah, it's not neither of those. Yeah. They have moments. That's they, funny. They also have a – Are they AAA? No, no, they're big. Uh, they're real yeah. big. Yeah, that would be AAA, right? AAA for wrestling, yeah. but then they would be – like six or yeah. five a for football i love the school district my kids go to the school district, okay but I, it was just it's tough when like sometimes you have to forget your knowledge and just be yeah like, i'm not yeah. in this mindset right now yeah i struggled with it my bad all right hamza ali i probably pronounced that wrong too i apologize to everyone. hamza hamza sorry hamza i'm really bad at this dane should do this but he can't read remember <laughs> only science articles <laughs> Um, how do you choose accessory exercises for weightlifters, especially non-bodybuilding movement, but movements directed at improving movement patterns for the classic list? So I don't mean classic variations. I feel like this is your dowel rod. And yeah, okay. So, well, so he's not saying no bodybuilding. Yeah, he said especially non-bodybuilding movements. So it seems like he, like how to work technique yeah, so, is what I'm hearing. So you, you identify, okay, you have a classic movement, which is a competitive movement, snatch or clean and jerk. And then you have general general strength, so back squat, front squat, you know, snatch pull, clean pull, hang pull. Yeah, they stuff. ever programs pulls. Yeah. So, so you have all of those different um, general movements, and then you have – uh, the special variations, which would be like if I see the way I handle it would be um, I, I see a movement pattern that's a problem uh, that needs to be strengthened. So uh, their knees aren't clearing back off the floor. So I do a pause below the knee for five seconds where their knees are cleared back. So that's like a that's a way to train that. That would be a variation. Now, to do exercises off of that, I would say either as a warm up or to come back around at the end of the training session, you try and do like slow patterning through those positions with like the technique stick through, through feeling the knee movements. But I, I think the, I, the, the way I use variations is to find, uh, an, uh, the way I would answer this is that our non bodybuilding is to find 
uh, points that I think that the individual needs to focus on early in a in a 16 or 20 week period do those for the first two blocks and then the next the last two to three blocks is when you really just focus on what the athlete's really good at um, and and the the whole goal then is just uh, essentially like fixing their problems with the specific variation so it's you have to know what a variation can fix I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. Yeah, you don't just do a variation to, to do a just variation. to do it. Yeah, there's it's a like, point to it. Yeah, so that's like the big key is like, where's your error in your lift? Yeah, that's why I, you always gave me pause below the knee. Yeah. leading up because yeah. I could smash those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those my favorite ones. I'm actually interested right now because Haley's been doing these low hang snatches and uh, she's doing low hang snatches and. Um, Dude, she's looking really good with them, and I think I actually think it might carry over well to her to her peak. We'll see. Um, when does she compete? Like the three next weeks. big one? Three oh, okay. weeks, yeah. So, yeah, that would be my answer to the whole situation. And, d- and dude, I think what's sad is, like, this is a good question that I, I'm reading a, a Soviet book right now. I do now. feel like we addressed this in parabolic periodization yes, pretty in-depth. very in-depth. And I also think what's sad is USAW doesn't have, like, that should be a, an answer that they take. Yeah, out. I can't pass that test. I also let my thing run off because I was like, oh, I should start here. Like, and it's some, like, just wording to their test yeah. questions. And I'm yeah. like, I'm dumb. Yeah. I'm just going to go write another book about this as a co-author of the year. <laughs> co-author of the year. <laughs> You just write in their answers like, I'm two-time world champion co-author of the year. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> your uh, accreditation from your institution. Yeah. <laughs> Circling back. Yeah. That's funny. Any other questions there? No, we got two. That's all we Thank need. Thank you, Hamza, for that question. I actually think he's done a meet here. Yeah? I'm pretty sure he has. I could be wrong. Yeah, but, but really on point, no. One thing I want to bring up before Galaxy we close. brain question. Yeah. Before we close out, is that in the in this one Soviet book, is that they do such a good job of breaking down technique, how technique is best learned based off of three different studies that they have, you know, back in the day in the 60s. This is written in 67. But then they even talk about um, general, special assistance, competitive movements, all three of them, and how you identify them. And then they go into bodybuilding, and they – they even specify, which I thought was funny, their favorite bodybuilding movement for the jerk is the uh, French press. Oh, that's nice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like here it's and up. Yeah. yeah. Which I was like, dude, that's – it's like it, – I don't know. It's just like – it's a simple book that's like if you read it, you're like, why doesn't the U.S. have something like this right now? That's like got Piros Demos's stamp of approval. Like – Piros, we will take your stamp on parabolic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know Dane knows you. I don't, but I'll just say <laughs> stamp it. Tune in for another episode of the Masters of Sport. Thanks for listening. Peace.